Welcome to the Uber Driver Partner Podcast. I'm General Manager of the Pacific Northwest, Alejandro Choza. Shortly after this podcast was recorded, we learned that City Council President Bruce Harrell is putting forward a resolution to impose new taxi-style regulations on rideshare. This is largely in response to pressure from Teamsters 117. We've said drivers should have a voice at the table from the very beginning because this resolution impacts your business. Among other things, the resolution proposes to essentially make TNC fares the same as taxi. If you believe the city council should hear from drivers before making new policies that will affect your business, I hope you'll join the three great drivers on this podcast to make your voices heard. Now, here's the rest of what we recorded before the city council's latest actions. At a city council meeting last week, Council President Bruce Harrell announced that he was working on new regulations for rideshare. He didn't offer any specifics, but he made this announcement in response to testimony from two employees of the Teamsters and a small group of drivers working with them. As many of you know, Teamsters 117 is a union that represents taxi drivers. Going all the way back to 2012, the Teamsters have been working to either stop rideshare in Seattle or turn it into taxi all in an apparent effort to benefit the taxi drivers that the Teamsters represent. Among other things, they've tried to limit the total number of drivers, filed a lawsuit to force Uber drivers off the road, and pushed the collective bargaining ordinance through the city council back in December of 2015 without any input from the majority of rideshare drivers. For about the past year, the collective bargaining ordinance has been on hold as a result of the lawsuits challenging its legality brought by a group of drivers and the U.S. Chamber of Commerce. During this time, we know the Teamsters have continued pushing city council to impose new regulations on TNCs, and it seems a new ordinance is now in the works. To walk us through the current situation, I'm joined by three driver partners who have closely followed this issue from the beginning. Here we have Michael Wolf. Ali, thank you very much for having us here today. Lynn Reed. Thank you so much, Ali. And James Lockhart. Thank you, Ali. Thank you so much for being on the show. Michael, can you start by filling us in on the latest? Uh, sure, and thanks again for having us, Ali. I want to start by mentioning Drive Forward, which is a nonprofit organization that Lynn, James, and I are part of. It was formed last year, and now we're up to over 2,000 driver members. Our goal is to give a voice to drivers, especially when it comes to the regulations that they're subject to, one of which we're here to talk about today. So on March 20th, representatives uh, for the Teamsters and a handful of drivers who support them testified in front of the Seattle City Council Committee on Governance, Equity, and Technology. They did this during the public comment period, and I believe we have some clips from that hearing that we'll be sharing today. The weird thing about this testimony is that it wasn't on the agenda for the meeting. But Bruce Harrell, who's the chairperson of the committee and the city council president, uh, said the Teamsters reps were there because the council wanted to hear some public testimony about transportation network companies or TNCs like Uber. I did want to say very um, concisely, hopefully, that um, we wanted to entertain some public testimony on taxi, TNC um, issues today, only because it's part of our work plan. It's clear he didn't want the council to hear all public testimony, because Drive Forward, which, as I mentioned before, represents over 2,000 drivers, wasn't asked to comment at this hearing. Only the Teamsters and their supporters were invited to speak. I agree, Michael. 
But what the Teamsters and the council did last week was unfortunately not surprising. It was offensive, yes, but it wasn't surprising since we all know they've done and said this in the past. I know, it sounds cliche, but, you know, sometimes, you know, there really is behind-the-scenes backroom dealings, uh, which is exactly what happened in 2015 when the collective bargaining ordinance was written and passed. The city council and the Teamsters cooperated every step of the way while the vast majority of drivers weren't given a voice in the process. Exactly. The Teamsters are once again pushing misleading information, something they've done for years. And for some reason, city council members appear to take it as fact. We all know what they claim is far from what the majority of drivers actually experience, which is why we've been so active with Drive Forward. We believe that educating drivers is the best way for all of us to have an impact on this issue. Absolutely. And since we didn't get a chance to speak at the city council meeting, I want to take some time on this podcast to share insights from my perspective. I know both Lynn and James will have more to share shortly. First off, I think the number of rideshare drivers in Seattle says a lot about the benefits of the current system. You know, you know, Ollie, do you have a number of how many uh, Uber driver partners there are in the Seattle area? Yes, I do. So as of December 2017, there were more than 15,000 active Uber driver partners in Seattle, and that's serving over 800,000 riders. I also have some numbers on earnings. So collectively before expenses, those 15,000 drivers made over $230 million last year. So 15,000 drivers choosing to do rideshare, and only a handful of them who support the Teamsters, are allowed to speak in front of the city council. This is what makes it possible for all the misinformation to spread. I know what they said about earnings really stood out to me as misleading. My name is Dawn Gerhardt from Teamsters 117. The current minimum wage in Seattle is $11.50 per hour. TNC drivers currently earn about $3.37 per hour. The person we heard on the clip is Dawn Gerhardt, who has been fighting against rideshare alongside Yellow Cab for literally years. I'm from a multi-generation union family and generally support unions. But in the case of rideshare drivers, a union absolutely does not make sense. But that hasn't stopped the Teamsters from manipulating the city council. To me, it's flat out insulting to suggest that thousands of us are dumb enough to spend our time out there on the road for that kind of money. I average about $25 an hour. For me, that's a comfortable amount. It's this kind of testimony that's used to justify the creation of terrible policy, which is what happened in 2015. James, what did you think of the testimony that you heard? Thank you. A couple of things. First, the claim about earnings is completely misleading. I currently ride around all day listening to music is how I focus on what I do. I'm able to support my two girls who are in college, pay my rent, my car insurance, and everything. So for them to say they're not making money, it's very misleading. Secondly, I'm disappointed in the drivers who spoke at the hearing. They claimed that they were representing a lot of their fellow drivers who didn't know anything about the issue. They have a lot of drivers, they don't know about these issues to tell you guys. So that's why I just, I got opportunity to come here and then to tell you. 
He's right about one thing. He's lucky that he had an opportunity to speak in front of the council. But as far as a lot of drivers not knowing about this issue, that is just not the facts. It's crazy. Many of us have been following this issue for years and haven't got the opportunity to share our stories in front of the city council. We have a point of view on all of this, but we don't get the same access as the Teamsters. That's not how government should work. You're absolutely right, James. And that's what I think makes Drive Forward so important. Uh, You know, to all the drivers out there who value a flexible schedule and a reliable income, you know, it's one of the most important things to me. I'm I'm a stay-at-home dad. My primary responsibility is my kid. And so I drive while he's in school. So this flexibility and being able to, you know, make a reliable income driving as an Uber partner, it's, it's a great deal. Uh, and we need to let the city council know that the Teamsters don't represent your views or our views. Go to driveforwardseattle.org to learn more about the organization and the collective bargaining ordinance. If what we're doing at Drive Forward fits with what you want, please join us. The more voices we have, the stronger we'll be. Again, that website is driveforwardseattle.org. So one thing I would like to add, I face several different health issues, and if it weren't for the freedom and flexibility that Uber offers, I certainly wouldn't be able to, to drive on the platform. That freedom and flexibility allows me to leave the house and drive and earn extra money, when I feel like it, when I feel well enough to. So being able to make $25 an hour, literally at the flick of a switch on the app, without a college degree, to me is pretty incredible. And I would be really, really sad if my extra income was taken away because the city council didn't want to hear what actual drivers had to say about the situation. Now, Most of this brought about because the Teamsters are saying that the taxi companies aren't being treated fairly, correct? Yeah, I mean... So the city council has the ability to re-regulate the taxi regulations. Am I correct on that? The state has given them that authority. Okay, so, and I've used this analogy again. It's, you have a vehicle and you get a flat tire. So that flat tire, the the city council has the ability to change it, to fix it. But they decide to flatten all the other tires to match the one that's flat. And that doesn't make sense to me. This is a good opportunity to where we're out there helping the public, serving our, our riders, you know, from with disabilities to whatever the case may be. We've opened the world to people who had no transportation before and for them not to think about the big picture and do fix the one thing that they have control of doesn't make common sense to me. No, James, it really doesn't. And, and if you think about it, you know, I take a, you know, blind rider with their service animal probably a couple, three, four times a month. It's a service that disabled people really choose to use because it's available to them. And if the city council puts it uh, and tries to regulate us like taxi, it's, it's just not going to work. We're, we're not taxi. Uh, and, and I just would be very disheartened and, and it would mean a lot of people 
would have to incur a lot more expenses, be a lot more cars on the road, a lot more traffic um, if the city council went kept going down this. And, and I just don't want to see that happen. Well, I, I think we all could say we would support them in re-regulating the taxi service. I mean, you know, that's their business. I, I get that. I'm okay for that. So if they want to do that, I'm okay with it. So all of you that are, that are listening, please educate yourself. Go to the Drive Forward website. Join us so that you know the facts, not hearsay, not third party, not what your brother's cousin, uncle, sister, mother told him. Get the facts. Drive Forward supports Uber drivers, Lyft drivers, for hire drivers, taxi drivers. We support all drivers. So we're here to help all drivers understand exactly what's coming down with this legislation that Bruce Harrell is proposing. Yeah, I think that's correct and a great thing to point out that Drive Forward does support all drivers. The three of us here may be Uber partner drivers and we're here on an Uber podcast, but Drive Forward is really an organization that's a lot broader than that. Um, and, you know, I certainly value everything that Uber has helped uh, us do in terms of forming our own businesses and being able to give us the flexibility and freedom uh, that we enjoy on the road. And, you know, I'd like to thank Ollie and Uber for, for giving us this opportunity. Yes, absolutely. Thank you, Holly. Thank you. So great. That that was a great discussion. James, Lynn, Michael, thank you so much for being here and sharing your perspectives. I think Drive Forward has a really important mission. I really respect all of you for standing up for what you believe in. At Uber, we want to make sure that all the facts are out there. We've shared median earning information publicly for Seattle area drivers in a blog post. We've also offered to work with the city to verify that information we've shared. Thank you to everyone for listening today. We will continue to engage with the city on this issue. If you want to check out past episodes of the podcast to learn more about how collective bargaining ordinance would affect you, go to t.uber.com forward slash partner podcast. Have a great day.